um, I posted on Facebook and uh, I was shocked at the attention I got. And it was from wow. strangers. That's another thing as well. Sometimes it may not be your close friends or family that support you. It might be a stranger, you know, but that mm -hmm. goes to show that your product is needed. Somebody wants it. So, yeah, posting it on Facebook was my start. And then next thing you know, I just started getting orders like that. I was like, okay, wow. somebody's sharing my link. You know, they like me. They like me. <laughs> You're listening to the Solopreneur Hustle, a community that connects you with the resources you need to take the hustle out of solopreneurship. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a new Streamline Your Business Bootcamp that'll walk you through how to increase your income while decreasing the amount of time you spend working in your business. Subscribe to our email list today using the link in the description for this episode to get instant access to our free Streamline Your Business Bootcamp. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. This week, our solopreneur guest is Alexandra Gore. Alexandra's business is Goddess Flower Beads, offering handmade, cultural-inspired beaded jewelry. Alexandra is from Charleston, South Carolina, and today she shares how she started her business, challenges she's overcome, and lessons she's learned along the way. I hope you all enjoy this insightful conversation. Thank you for joining us here in our solopreneur guest here today, Alex. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm honored. Definitely. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for this conversation. So could you just start us out by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Just kind of kind of introduce yourself to the Solopreneur Hustle. Sure. Um, my name is Alexandra Gore. I am the creator and owner of um, Goddess Flower Beads. I'm also a Reiki healer. Um, I'm a mom of two beautiful girls. And um, I've also taken on the role of raising my little brother as well. I've been raising him since he was 14. So wow. pretty much, yeah, that's me. <laughs> wow, my goodness. So how did you start your business? How did that come about? Where did you get the idea from for your specific business? Just tell me how all of that unfolded for you. Sure. Um, basically, it was all my mom every every step of the way. Wow. Um, yeah, my mom transitioned back in 2017. Mm. So um, I had to become a mom of a 14 year old and my two girls really quick. And I had to figure out how am I going to make money? How am I going to survive and take care of the house and this and that, you know, right, but she right. was, she was my foundation, basically. Um, she bought me some bees before she passed and was telling me about creating. And I was like, yeah, you know, um, and she's always been a creative person, but she never took you know, took action and creating and, you know, making things and, you know, uh, just getting out there. Right. So I decided that this is what I'm going to do. This is, you know, what I'm passionate about. When she passed, it was like something to help me heal and kind of connect with her in a way, if that makes sense. So oh gosh, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was that it was, it was just everything just aligned for me to Start creating. I love creating stuff. I'm very artistic. Like, I love the artsy, creative things. Like, what I'm wearing now, my earrings. Right. I love your earrings. Did you make those? Yeah, I did. Those are so cute. And I love the the jewels kind of like coming yeah. down. Those are so pretty and so creative. Thank you. Yes. And I, you know, I love that your business was inspired by your mom and, you know, really your mom lives through the, the, what you create, you know, her legacy kind of lives on through your business. And I just think that's so beautiful. 
Exactly. Yeah. Right. I love it. Yes. So when you had the idea to to turn your passion into a business, what were kind of some of the first steps that you took to get it off the ground? You know, I know there may be some solopreneurs listening who have a business idea, but they're not really sure how to turn their passion into a business. So how did you say, or what did you do to say, all right, I know how to create, I'm a creative person. How do I turn this passion for creating an art into a business? How do I come up with products? Like what were some of the things on your mind and what did you do to turn that passion into a business? Absolutely. So first thing, it was a lot in my mind. I was like, how am I going to do this right? How is it going to, you know, gravitate towards people, the people that I want to love it, you know? Um, um, so I just started to do a lot of research, a lot of Googling, a lot of YouTubing, making sure material had, you know, the best quality, right. um, a lot of fails, you know, not being afraid to like mess up, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I have a really great support system. Um, I, I surround myself around a lot of entrepreneurs, okay. um, whether it's my best friend who's an entrepreneur, um, my partner, my cousin, they all basically gave me some advice when it came to how to do things the right way, you know, different ideas and different things to help push, push my business out there. And I'm so glad you shared those tips because I feel like a lot of times when people start businesses, they think, oh, I have to figure everything out on my own. But you actually leaned into your community and your support system to help you build your business and put it together. And so for anyone listening who is thinking about starting a business, don't feel like you have to kind of do it all on your own. There's nothing wrong with going out and 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 getting information from people you know who are also entrepreneurs or going to what I call YouTube University and educating exactly. yourself on YouTube. <laughs> Or going on Google, I've learned so much just by Googling stuff, searching for things, even in comments. Sometimes I look at videos and the video didn't answer my question, but then I start lurking in the comments and I see someone posted another tip. So I just think that's such a helpful tip. Do your research, but also lean on people and ask questions and stuff like that. And one thing you mentioned were, you know, making mistakes and learning from, from those mistakes. And so what were some of the challenges that you experienced when you were trying to get this started or some of the oopsies or just things that happened that you didn't expect that you're like, mm, I don't think I'll do that the same the next time. Were there any, did you have any of those moments? Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> definitely. Um, one of those moments would be me thinking that I could do it all by myself with um, a fast turnaround time with shipping. I was trying to get leads out within three days and it was, yeah, it was not it. (laughs) Not asking for help. Like everybody would be like, do you want me to help? And I didn't want a lot of hands on when it comes to me making beads. Mm -hmm. But um, I started to notice my kids really wanted to, you know, join in. So they helped me out. They, um, they helped me out a lot. And yeah, that was one of my hiccups. Definitely. The same thing you said, being afraid to ask for help. You know, I had to learn, okay, let me ask for help. Can you help me? Can you, you know, put these colors aside for me? Can you separate this for me? Right. Um, you know, and just uh, also being okay with um, changing up the boundaries of my business as well, for shipping and the quality and just a bunch of, a bunch of things when it comes to business and because I wanted to have the best customer service. I work at, I, I'm a full-time 
um, employee as well. Right. And I'm in customer service. So I wanted it to be like the best, the best of the best. And sometimes you, you know, you got to make mistakes before you can have the best experience for your customers as well. So Mm, that's a good point. And I think a lot of times, you know, as humans, we want our business to be like the businesses we admire, like Amazon, for example, they get their products two days, Amazon Prime. But as small business owners, sometimes we can't do that two day thing. We don't have the infrastructure that Amazon does. So um, did you end up changing your your processing time or or to for to be something that worked better for you? What did you end up doing to kind of like get some of the pressure off you to get things out in three days? Yes. Um, I actually reached out to a young lady who does waste bees as well. I was super nervous because I feel like sometimes when it comes to women, um, the, it's like a competition thing, you know? Oh. Um, but with this person, I actually gravitated towards them and it was like, yeah, this is what I do. You know, this is mm-hmm. how it goes. And, you know, they was giving me some advice. So I kind of went a little bit along that way. I made it a little bit longer. Right. Um, just so it won't be so much for me to handle when it came came to shipping and stuff like that. So, yeah. And I'm also glad that you mentioned reaching out to someone with a similar business, because I definitely agree with the fact that sometimes it feels like almost a competition thing. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast and I do these interviews to kind of bring transparency to what it's really like as women of color building mm-hmm. our businesses. So people see what's going on behind the scenes because Sometimes on social media, what people put out there isn't really like, like, let's just say, you know, the processing time was making you overwhelmed. No one would know that if they Mm -hmm. just saw your business on social media or saw you at a pop up shop or something like that. And so someone could be listening and saying, oh, my God, like I need to stretch out my processing time because I'm overwhelmed and burn out with this. This is too much. So um, it is important to find like mentors or to ask questions and not be afraid of like what people might think because like you said it turned into like you you gravitate towards that person maybe y'all have built a friendship you know so I think that that's really important to not see other people's businesses as competition but to see it as okay they're doing something similar what can I learn from them maybe they're not competition maybe I can actually like learn from them is that kind of what you were thinking when you reached out yes Yes, I um, reached out to her and I was like, hey, I know, da, 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 da. you know, I, I I was very nervous, basically. Right. <laughs> but she was like, no, it's okay. It's okay. You know, and she's actually a big business um, waste uh owner. Um, really? Wow. Instagram. Yeah. And I was shocked that she messaged me back, but she gave me some information. She told me where to get some quality stuff from. So it made me feel a lot better, not only to like talk to other women, but also help other women out as well when they, you know, you know, um, reach out to me and ask me questions and all that good stuff. So it was pretty cool. Nice. Yes. I I think that is such a powerful tip. Don't be afraid to reach out. It may not be as scary as you think. Someone may actually get back to you and give you helpful advice because they're all about like uplifting and empowering one another and not competing so exactly um, exactly. everyone doesn't have that competition energy some people are like us and they actually want to help other people so I think that's such a cool story and I'm glad you shared that now I know that solopreneurship is not easy 
there are discouraging times. There are some obviously really happy times when we're excited about selling things and we have really good days, but we also have very discouraging days. So what do you do to stay motivated during the times when things don't go as planned and, you know, you have to kind of regroup and refocus. How do you stay motivated? My children definitely motivate me. My kids. Um, I would also say having a great circle of people around you, great energy, mm-hmm. uh, because sometimes you're, you're going to need somebody to help push you up when you're you feeling like you're not at your best or um, things are not moving. Um, sometimes we, we get into this place where we're, we are comparing ourselves to other businesses, other people. Why isn't it not taking off the way that, you know, you want it or you feel like it should. Right. And um, having a good circle of people, a good foundation of people that can, you know, remind you, hey, you know, it's OK. You're doing great. You know, it's, this is just a moment. It's temporary. And um, so, yeah, that, that keeps me motivated. Definitely. My best friend. Um, my, my cousin, my partner, my kids, they definitely keep me, keep me motivated. Definitely. Surrounding ourselves with the right community is so important. People who uplift us and inspire us and, you know, not everybody, because speaking from experience, I don't necessarily have family or like friends who are entrepreneurs. So that's why I love that you shared that, um, reaching out and just asking for help, maybe from someone that you don't know, someone, you know, on Instagram is, is so important because you never know. I mean, you may create a business friendship from someone that you didn't even know until you reached out on Instagram. So, um, Mm -hmm. I, I just think that's, that's so powerful now throughout your journey in business so far, I'm sure you've had a lot of highs and lows, but what are some of your proudest moments, like things that we can clap for you for, or things that you feel like you have to celebrate, you know, I think, and the reason why I ask this is because someone listening could be feeling discouraged, you know, maybe they're getting started. Oh my gosh, I can't even sell one product. I launched my website. It's been crickets for six months, you know? (laughs) So what are some of the things you feel like you've accomplished things that we can clap for you for things that you have to be proud of? Um, thinking from when you started to now and how far you've come, what do you have to be proud of? Um, definitely. Uh, I celebrate everything. I celebrate every order. I celebrate every feedback, especially the feedback. The feedback is everything to me. Um, being a Reiki healer um, and being into energy work and all that good stuff, hearing right. somebody say that your product, like they can feel the energy through it or they can feel that, you know, I really did put great creativity in just loving my, my, my work, my pieces, things that I took my time to create. Like that is my celebration. Um, it's not really more so of being out there big time, even though it's going to come, you know, it's going to come, but you still have to see, be okay with celebrating the, the everything basically. <laughs> right. It's the small things really like, It's it's the small milestones, I think, that are the things we should celebrate because when you get to the quote unquote finish line of the the place you thought you wanted to be three Mm -hmm. years ago, for example, you get to the finish line. Sometimes you're like, well, now I want more, you know, and you should have celebrated all these little milestones. Like I was um, just watching. I don't know if you saw um, Oprah and uh, Oprah's interview with, oh my gosh, her name is, is um, from How to Get Away with Murder. Yes, Viola Davis, Viola Davis. 
Um, I just watched her interview with Oprah and she was saying how she got to this level of fame and then was like, wow, it doesn't feel like what I thought it would, you know, when I got there and she still had some healing to do about things that happened 30 years ago, you know? Right, um, right. So anyways, I just say that to say that sometimes when you get to the top where you are, are envision that you would to the place where you envision you would get, you realize that, okay, it's still just life. And I still have to celebrate all the little things because the big things, I mean, it's really just a big collection of small milestones along the way. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't watch the interview, but I am going to watch it because I saw it on Netflix and I was like, oh, Viola Davis. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Did you watch How to Get Away with Murder or, or, or no? No, I watched like a couple episodes. I'm sorry to say, I know a lot of people, don't, you know. <laughs> right. Oh, we're going to come. That's one of the best. <laughs> The best yeah, show you have to binge watch it and and if you ne- don't like you know it's and during the summertime not a lot of shows come out so maybe this is a good time to binge watch it from start to finish it is one of the best shows ever <laughs> no a lot of people are telling me that but I'm like <laughs> I'm just trying to read books and stuff like that a little bit more than uh, what I used to do with watching TV and stuff so but um, I am that is on my list that's definitely on my list right right and see I'm trying to unplug from the TV so much and get more into audiobooks and stuff like that so but mm-hmm. I feel like the reading is pr- is probably more productive than watching Netflix so <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right so um in starting your business were there any specific resources or um, anything that you plugged into that helped you along that you think could help other solopreneurs listening, whether it was a podcast or a book or someone you follow or a course or just anything that you got information from that helped you along with your business? Are there any resources you can share that have been helpful for you? Yes, definitely. Um, there's a young lady on YouTube that I watch. She is amazing. Um she is in North Carolina. Her name is, her YouTube channel is Brown and Bendy. I think Brown and Bendy. She's amazing when it comes to um, not only manifesting your dreams, but being okay with the right now. Yeah. Um, not only that, but talking about therapy, talking about, you know, dealing with healing and growth and life, daily life. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely recommend, you know, um, uh, definitely just being more so uh, connecting with yourself, whether it's therapy, reaching out to a professional, um, you know, asking for help. Those are the tools that help me more than anything is my self-healing. Um, just figuring it out, figuring it out and being connected more with myself. Ooh, okay. This self-healing piece, I want to dig into that a little bit because I know that's your thing with energy and and stuff like that. So if someone wants to embark upon a process of self-healing, and I'm asking you this because I think it's so important. I went through a process of self-healing in 2020. I went to therapy for the first time in 2019 and that changed my life. And even my first few sessions, I kind of fell off with it. And then I got back into it like heavy in 2020 and started going regularly every month. Um, Mm -hmm. But my business wouldn't be where it's at had I not worked on myself. And a lot of people don't realize that um, a lot of times we're holding our business back because what's going on in our personal life is keeping us in a mindset that doesn't allow us to grow. Um, so thinking about, you know, self-healing and, and some of the things that have helped you, if someone's listening and they're like, you know what, 
I am holding myself back. You know, things aren't going how I want them to go because I am putting myself in a predicament that may not be so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. How can we begin a process of self-healing as a resource to help us improve our businesses? Uh, you can basically start the, the process, I say, with therapy. I feel like people kind of are now taking it a lot more seriously because of COVID. Yes. And being home and dealing with actually having to deal with yourself daily <laughs> now because you can't go out. You can't, move, you know, um, so I feel like definitely therapy will be the first step, you know, um, looking up the best therapist for you. Um, mm-hmm. Not only that, but if it takes three, four, five therapists before you find the right one, do that. Mm-hmm. You know, do not just stick in something just because you're doing it. You know, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Don't continue. So, um, yeah, I would definitely say therapy um, and watching a good YouTube videos, finding something or somebody. I, I mentioned Brown and Bendy or Brown and I think it's Brown and Bendy. Excuse me if I said it wrong. I'll but look forward to put the link down below. <laughs> OK, I mentioned her, but there's a lot of other great YouTubers that talk about mental health, how important it is, especially for black women, um, for black men, you mm-hmm. know, just really taking a hole and really diving deep. To be your best self. Mm, yes, we really do have to dive deep. It sometimes takes peeling back those layers to really get to the real, some of the real issues we face that are holding us back in life. So mental health is so, so, so important. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yes. So I want to circle back and I, I wish that I had asked you this in the beginning, but it just came to mind for me um, before we wrap up. But how did you get your first customer? Just thinking back to when you started and you had the idea for your products. Mm-hmm. How did you attract your first customer or your first few customers? You know, like how did you get those first sales once you got your idea for your products? You started creating. What did you do to say, all right, I need some customers. I need to sell some of this. <laughs> what did you do to, to figure out how to sell some of your first products? Um, I posted. I, I wasn't going to, but I had some really, you know, great motivating people behind me right. uh, that was like, just do it. You, you do great. You know, so I posted my friends. Um, I posted on Facebook and uh, I was shocked at the attention I got. And it was from wow. strangers. That's another thing as well. Sometimes it may not be your close friends or family that support you. It might be a stranger, you know, but that mm-hmm. goes to show that you're product is needed somebody wants it so yeah posting it on facebook was my start and then next thing you know i just started getting orders like that i was like okay someone's sharing my link you know they like me they like you (laughs) yes yeah oh that's so good um and a lot of times when we start businesses a lot of people and myself included i made this not a mistake but just something uh i would say the wrong mindset about it I started my business thinking like, oh, every friend and family member I have needs to buy what I sell. And that's how I'm going to stay in business. But you mentioned that, you know, strangers are a lot of times, surprisingly, the people who will spend their money with you. And it's it's interesting because it's like, you know, you don't even know me and aren't so-and-so around the corner hasn't even bought my, my stuff. So, you know, but mm-hmm. that's just how it works. And so I'm glad that you bring transparency to that because- a lot of, of, of solopreneurs that I've interviewed here on the podcast say the same thing. Like 
it's really the strangers who keep my business going and support me, not necessarily the people you would expect to um, support you when you envision who's going to be your first customer. So I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to just push yourself out there. I, I did it for a while because I was just so nervous. Like, um, that somebody was going to ask me what started my business, like the question, because I didn't want to think about my mom. It was hard trying to deal with, you know, her not, no longer being in the physical, you know, right. um, the human mindset of me. And once I started to, you know, push myself out there and create it, just everything just aligned. Ooh. So just put yourself out there, do it, do it. You yeah. never know who you come across and who might like your, your work. So. Oh my goodness. You're right. And a lot of times when solopreneurs say, oh my gosh, I'm not getting any sales. I'm not getting any sales. No one's buying my stuff. Well, nobody's buying it because you're not posting about it. You're not putting it out there. You're not making Mm -hmm. reels with your products. You're not telling people you're open for business. And so how, why would you imagine that people are going to randomly stumble across your website and buy something if you're not putting it out there? So that's such a good tip. If you want people to buy, tell them that you're available to sell stuff. Like, don't wait for people to find you. Put yourself out there. So thank you for sharing that. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. So as we wrap up, can -hmm. you tell us how we can support you as a community? Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, You can support me by following my page. Um, Goddess Flower Beads. Um, My website is www.goddessflowerbeads.com. Uh, I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. Same name across the board. Facebook, Pinterest. I'm pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Etsy, um, which is shop slash Goddess Flower Bees US. Okay. Um, but yeah, my link is in the bio on my Instagram. I got everything linked there. Um, and a little bit about my story as well. So okay, cool. But definitely shop with me. Support, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I hope listeners shop with you and and check out your products. I know I plan to. And can you leave us with the best piece of advice you've learned that has helped you along the way in your journey as an entrepreneur or solopreneur? What's the best advice you've gotten or the most valuable lesson you've learned so far? Ah, uh, the best piece of advice. Hmm. Oh, you're gonna have to give me a minute. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Or just a lesson, a valuable lesson you've learned. A valuable lesson I learned um, would be: don't stop, don't give up. Continue to, you know, put yourself out there. Continue to believe in yourself. Mm. It really it makes a big difference if you believe in yourself. Sometimes, mom, Joe. Uh, whoever else may not, you know, see that in you until you bring it out, you know? Mm. So, yeah, that's my best piece of advice. Just believe in yourself and put yourself out there. Love that. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast today, Alex. It was such a pleasure having you here and I hope some of our listeners support your business. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay connected between episodes, subscribe to our email list using the link in the description for this episode. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. And don't forget to share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Until next time.